Rob and Dolly live to life today about Heidelberg. What is Heidelberg? Every American should know that. It is not in America, it's not in the United States, of course not. It is in Germany and it is in the southern, more southern part of Germany. We have surrounding Heidelberg, we have Mannheim, Karlsruhe, Worms, Mainz and Wiesbaden. The Americans saved that pretty town Heidelberg and didn't bomb it and the military government went to Heidelberg to live there and to stay there until uh, years ago, some years ago. And um, did you know that the bones of the oldest European were found in Heidelberg? He's called the Heidelbergensis. And did you know that the Nazis had a thing place there? It is a place of pilgrimage and it is a place of secret meetings among the same people of the same belief. Um, so Heidelberg offers a lot for every person who is interested in beauty and in romantic poets and romantic castles and wine. So what is the beauty of Heidelberg? I want to give you five ideas why you should go to Heidelberg and see it yourself. Okay, let's start. The wine. We have surrounding Heidelberg, we have huge wine places, of course also in California, but here you have uh, the Riesling, the Grauburgunder, you have um, so lovely wines, white wines mostly. Of course you also have red wines, but they are very delicious and you should try them with a nice quiche, for instance. And Federweiser, yeah, you know, who has been to Germany knows what's good and you know that you will return home and will have put on weight. Or you go to Heidelberg and uh, combine it with the Philosophenweg, the Philosopher's Way. This is a nice walking um, way where, from where you can have a look down to the river Neckar and across its lovely bridges to the castle, which is the world famous castle Heidelberg. And on that Philosophenweg, Weg, you will get to know how the Germans of the Middle Ages uh, used to work in their gardens, of course the farmers, because you still have the gardens there. You will pass these lovely places full of sheep and you will see the old university which was founded in 1396. So it is the oldest university and still alive. And we have 200 faculties. You can, honestly, you can study and combine uh, your studies. You can have every language. You can have every culture. It's all in one place. We have a huge psychology department there. Um, and it is a cultural central stop for everyone who's interested in the European arts and culture. 
We have in Heidelberg the longest shopping mall I've ever seen. And this shopping mall is mixed with a feeling of being set into uh, the middle, middle ages. Because since Heidelberg was not destroyed, you have all these lovely houses. You walk from one place to another and you can hardly believe your luck. Um, if you want to see how and where our first Reichspräsident lived, his name is um, Ebert. He was uh, the head of the Weimarer Republic until 1925. Uh, you can see his place where he was born and lived with his 12 um, brothers and sisters. Uh, by the way, after he uh, went back from his office, uh, Paul von Hindenburg uh, became our head of state and then after him it was Hitler. But this has nothing to do with the beauty I want to talk about. The river in Heidelberg is called Neckar and we have a huge tradition there which is canoeing. So we have these Achter, the small boats, and you will see them, they shout, they fight, and we have a boat's house where you can have a lovely meal just by the lake and you will see the competitiveness of the German soul. Yes, that is it with beauty I want to mention because I don't want to go into detail too much. Um, let me talk about two or three people the f and people you might have never heard about, but since Heidelberg is associated with romantic period, I want to talk about Josef von Eichendorf, he was a Freiherr, this is, is the title, and uh, you will see his world-famous poem on the Philosophenweg. It goes, Schläft ein Lied in allen Dingen, die da träumen fort und fort, und die Welt hebt an zu singen, triffst du nur das Zauberwort. The romantic soul believed in the infinity. So uh, this poem is that nature is alive. Yes, so uh, and the parts of nature, they themselves are able to dream, to have wishes, to have feelings. The world feels and the world will only sing if you as a human being are able to find the magic word, to keep it going, to be part of that, to become happy and to stay happy. So that was Josef von Eichendorf. The second person I want to talk is uh, from Dutch, from Holland. Um, he is called Hieronymus Bosch and he painted visions of hell and he painted triptychons. Triptychon is a three-folded masterpiece which normally hangs in churches, um, their paintings, but he connected um, his details with the vision of sins, hell, and um, the garden of lusts is a painting 
in which uh, Adam and Eve is depicted and what happens after, of course, uh, their sinning and then uh, their punishment. Um, did you know that the bear originally, the animal, the bear, is originally associated with the sin, anger or wrath and that the toad has the idea of lust and in Hieronymus Bosch you see animals and people like uh, in a very drastic, in a very, very open comic and if a toad uh, sits on, on his genitals it represents lust and if a toad sits on his face it represents pride and Hieronymus Bosch is 500 years dead and uh, the city of Heidelberg again and again uh, goes back to his work of art and uh, it also Hieronymus Bosch paintings uh, some of them are shown in the Kurfälzisches Museum in Heidelberg we have done bad things very bad things towards Jews and Jewish uh, people in our society and Hilde Domin, Hilde Domin I want to mention uh, she is a lady who left Germany and came back she lived in Heidelberg for many years and she died in Heidelberg 2007 and she's my favorite poet she's uh, a German writing Jewish poet this is something very special for me and for everyone else because she uh, spoke openly about uh, everything and she made such beautiful metaphors that you want to write poetry immediately after you have read these poets or poems of Hilde Domin. It is one that's called Ich it's called nur eine Rose als Stütze. So the only support sh the lyrical eye has in her poem is a rose. Ich richte mir ein Zimmer ein in der Luft, unter den Akrobaten und Vögeln. Mein Bett auf dem Trapez des Gefühls, wie ein Nest im Wind, auf der äußersten Spitze des Zweigs. Ich kaufe mir eine Decke aus der zartesten Wolle, der sanft gescheitelten Schafe, die im Mondlicht wie schimmernde Wolken über die feste Erde ziehen. Ich schließe die Augen und hülle mich ein in das Vlies der verlässlichen Tiere. Ich will den Sand unter den kleinen Hufen spüren und das Klicken des Riegels hören, der die Stalltür am Abend verschließt. Aber ich liege in Vogelfedern, hoch ins Leere gewiegt, mir schwindelt, ich schlafe nicht ein. Meine Hand greift nach einem Halt und findet nur eine Rose als Stütze. She describes that she has the yearning back to home life, to feeling of home, and she can't get it. It's just all in memories. Um, and what helps her is the connection with nature. So here again, we have the idea of romanticism. Um, uh, nature, animals, sheep, the rose, 
until the domain in her flat always had roses. <laughs> so, and another person I want to mention is um, Friedrich Hölderlin. Friedrich Hölderlin is, um, lived in the 18th century, first of all, and he went to Heidelberg many times and he wrote a very famous poem I won't recite. Honestly, they say it's the nicest poem about Heidelberg. I don't know. I don't agree. That's why I just leave it out. When I leave it up to you, you can decide. Um, but Friedrich Hölderlin is, um, <laughs> he lived a very, very strange life. So the last 40 years of his life, so that's the main time, he spent in a tower in Tübingen and uh, never left this tower. So um, if you are interested in these sorts of Germans, uh, you are free to, to go. So Friedrich Hölderlin is the one. So these, this should be all about people, yes? And the next thing is culture. So if we talk, to, talk about culture, I want to mention the castle. The castle is the world famous castle. It is a ruin, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree it is a ruin because there are buildings uh, that house the Thronsaal, uh, a museum of, um, of uh, Apotheke, and uh, we, have, we have a church which is fully grown. Uh, you can marry there. We have restaurants and we have huge walls. We have huge towers con standing next to small houses. We have romantic um, ways and uh, romantic uh, flowers there. So it, it will be breathless once you, once you have climbed that hill up to, to the castle. And uh, it, it houses the biggest cask, the biggest wine cask. The cask is has the size of uh, of a little house, and 130 oak trees I read were used to build that cask. And altogether, therefore, you can visit them. And after you have opened your mouth in wondering, you can continue opening your mouth because there's a very nice winery down in the cellar of the Heidelberg Castle. The Heidelberg Castle was uh, founded by the Kurfürst uh, Konrad der Staufer. Staufer is a very famous family in Germany. He was the half-brother of Barbarossa, who is a very famous uh, Kaiser of Germany. And that was 1182. So again, you go there, you have this romantic view of castles, and it is like you come to a place you will never again see in your life. It is, you can't connect it to any other place, Heidelberg, because it is original German. If you want to see Germany, you must come to Heidelberg. The second one, yeah, somebody should close his eyes if he doesn't like dead bodies, but it is called Körperwelten and this uh, mechanism to preserve dead bodies. Once you die, you can decide before, do you want to become ashes or do you want to 
surf for science for science so they preserve bodies and they uh, give you uh, a deep insight <laughs> a deep insight into every aspect of life and this again is done in this Körperwelten exhibition is uh, marvelously and very respectfully done in the town bars so 200 years ago or even 150 years ago people didn't have a bath of course nobody had so to go into the river was too cold obviously um, so they all went to a city bath and that city bath still exists with its old tiles its stairs and its mosaic fountains and uh, in that into that bath was that exhibition about Köppelwelten integrated so this itself is an architectural masterpiece if you go there and you you see the emotions of your own face this is digitally done and they tell you how old you are so and they tell you in which emotion you approach uh, the screen they um, they measure your heart uh, and your heart's rate and show you uh, what you can improve and uh, they they show you um, very very healthy organs and very very healthy um, animals or sportsmen and sportswomen and they contrasted with um, the th with the effects of stress on people the effects of um, of illnesses on people um, and uh, you can see of course that's world famous everybody knows it that you know that if you smoke your lung is full of tobacco and uh, what is it called tar I think and um, after certain months or years uh, your lung will look perfectly and normal uh, once you stopped smoking so this all is shown and given and you decide what you want to see I promise it's nothing ugly it is nothing disrespectful it's very very well done so this is what I wanted to push um, and so I talked about the beauty I talked about cultural aspects and uh, now I also talked about people and what I want to talk about last is food okay so I went to a Japanese restaurant it's lovely uh, you sit there it is like sitting in mm, Hiroshima or sitting in Kyoto or Tokyo wh wherever I went there I tell you it is the same and the food so if you have these noodles ramen they call it they do it themselves and you taste the freshness of it so you can eat Japanese you can eat it everywhere but I don't know if it is that fresh if it is that good then you can go to Joey's burger in Steingasse they have the best burgers and uh, I chose it because it's the name of my dog <laughs> I myself went to Cafe Gundel the Cafe Gundel was found and founded in 1896 and it has specialties like Heidelberger Kurfürstenkugel which is very delicious so 
just go and taste it. It's just down the castle. Um, so food is absolutely marvelous. So um, I can compare Heidelberg to no other town. But I can tell you, you have everything in that place. There are so many international people, so many internationally and culturally interested people that it is fun to sit anywhere. For instance, in the shopping mall street, uh, you have Arabian coffee you can taste, yes? Or you can decide which, whatever you want. You can go from one uh, bar to another one. Uh, you can eat all day. You can have a drink every 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 minute of that day. Um, you can take shots. You can take photographs. Um, you can sing. You can go to concerts. You can use the tram. This is very very good transportation system. Um, you can swim. <laughs> You can drink wine, you can do whatever you want, but don't do one thing. Don't miss Heidelberg. Greetings to you all out there. Greetings from Rob and Dolly, Life to Life. See you. Bye.